This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. We serve an awesome God. In his first six-day lesson of encouragement in his series entitled, Everything's Possible for Our God of the Impossible, Pastor shows us how awesome God really is with the revelation that we serve a God of such power that there's nothing beyond his ability to accomplish, for he truly is the God of the impossible. Retelling stories of some of the most powerful miracles ever recorded, Pastor Ray illustrates Bible truths that can change our very destiny if, when even having a little in faith, we start where we are, use what we have, and do what we can. In answer to our faith, God will then be with us when we start, bless us and multiply what we have, and do those things that we can't. In facing even life's most overwhelming challenges, Pastor reminds us that we serve a God of abundance and that everything is possible for our God of the impossible. We took our attention to this story where uh, the, uh, a man brought his son to uh, Jesus' disciples and because the son had what we think would be something like epilepsy. He was throwing him in the fire, he was foaming in the mouth, he was having some sort of convulsions. And he brought him to, they, he brought him to the disciples and the disciples could not cast this demon out. So his next thing was to go to Jesus. So he goes to Jesus and he says to Jesus, I brought my, my son to your, your people, your, your apostles, your disciples, but they could not cast him out. And this is what Jesus said in verse 19. And he answered and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long should I bear with you? Bring the boy to me. So his response to it was he addressed their lack of faith. It was almost like, how long do I have to stay with you? How much teaching do I have to do? So he says, he says, oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Go ahead and bring the boy to me. So they went ahead and brought the boy to Jesus. And... Um, and so, verse 21, he asked the father, he said, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And often he has thrown him into the, both the, the fire and into the water to destroy him. Now, listen to what the father says. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Now, I like, I like the way the Amplified says this verse, so I want to repeat it again. We'll pick it up at the latter part of verse 22. The Father says, but if you can do anything, do have pity on us and help us. And listen to Jesus' response in verse 23. And Jesus said, you say to me, if you can do anything, don't you know who you're talking to? You say to me, if you can do anything, why? Why do you ask that question? Haven't you been listening to the teachings that I've been doing? Haven't you been watching the demonstrations that I've been giving you? Why you ask me what I can do when I've already taught you that you're empowered to do something for yourself? Don't you remember the teaching that I gave when I, I taught the disciples? And you were in that crowd listening. 
Don't you remember when I taught the lesson that I've given you authority over scorpions and over serpents and over all the power of the devil? Nothing in no wise will hurt you. Don't you remember when I gave you that lesson? Why do you come to me and ask me what I can do when I've already taught you that you have the power to do something for yourself? So you come to me and you say, what can I do? Why do you ask me that question? And the challenge that, that Jesus was really giving this man was, let, let me help you. Let me challenge your faith here. You come to me and ask me what I can do? Why do you ask me this question? Don't you know? Don't you understand? Don't you perceive yet in, in, your, in your understanding that all things, all things are possible, can be possible to one who believes, to one who will just use a little bit of faith. To one who will just trust the Lord a little bit. For one who will take God at his word. For one who will just exercise that faith. He said all things are possible to one who would believe. I think this is where a lot of believers are missing it. Because we're waiting on God to do something and God is waiting on you to rise up in your faith. We're waiting for God to act and God is waiting for you to act. And, and the, the, the lesson we need to learn is that the impossible becomes possible to us when we do what's possible. Our part is to do what we can. You know my little thing I gave you last week. Start where you are. Use what you have. Do what you can. Because Jesus will be with you where you start. He will bless what you use. And he will do what you can't. See, but if you refuse to do anything, if you refuse, if you just keep putting it back, saying that, and that's where, that's where a lot of our teaching from other, you know, from our, our, you know, other denominations or whatever. This is where we've, we've been ruined because we're thinking, we go to God, we ask God for this, and we just kind of ask him for that and ask him for this, when, when that's not really an expression of faith. An expression of faith is that I go to the word because God's word is his word. He's not like you. He's not like me. You know, he's not like humans where we give our word sometimes and when he back off. God's given his word. It's settled forever in heaven according to the word of God. He's not a man that he would, he would lie. You see, an act of faith, an act of trust is that we take whatever we have, we take the word of God and mingle it together, and then we just stand on that trusting God, believing God, confessing the word, not, not talking about our problems, not talking about our circumstances, not talking about our situations, but talking about the word of God. We just keep declaring the word of God. Over. We mingle our faith with, with, with a little bit of our effort, a little bit of what we can do, and God picks up and does the rest in our life. So he comes and he, he says, if there's anything you can do, cast this, this demon out. And Jesus looks back at him and says, you ask me what I can do? If I can do anything? Why? Why do you ask me that question? Haven't you learned yet? Don't you? Don't, I want you to get this. I want you to understand that all things, all things, I want that to sink down into your, your heart today, into your brain, into the depths of your heart. All things, all things, all things, all things, all things, all things, all things that pertain to your life, every area of your life, all things are possible to one who will use his faith, to one who believes, to one who who will purpose to stand on the word and not back up and to trust the Lord. All things are possible. So no matter what circumstance, situation, dream, desire, vision that you have within your heart. You see, see when I learned 
uh, so long ago is that the thing that really prevents us from moving ahead into our dreams and desires, because if we have this knowledge that all things are possible, then why aren't we walking and moving as if God's going to act on our behalf? The thing that holds us back is the element of fear. Fear wants to grip you. Fear wants to paralyze you. Fear wants to hold you back. But you see when fear, listen, listen, you can't do anything about fear trying to come against you. But you can do this when fear comes. When fear comes and tells you that this is not possible. When fear comes and tells you you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not big enough. You're not charismatic enough. You're not holy enough. You're not this enough. You're not that enough. You're not rich enough. You don't have the right resources. When fear comes to tell you that, that's when you've got to rise up in the word of God and say, all things are possible with God. All things are possible with God. I can have my dream. I can have my vision. I can have whatever it is that I need and desire in this life because with God, all things are possible. One verse, it said it like this. Jesus said it, with man, it is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Because we're not facing these things alone, we have the God factor that works alongside us and with us. This is what makes us unusual people. Do you have it? This is what makes us peculiar people. We've got the God factor working on the inside of us. That means, come on, somebody. Yes. That means when we face life, when we face challenges, when we, we go into it with God on our side, with an active working faith, and we know that when we unleash our faith, God's going to unleash miracles from heaven. That's how the impossible becomes possible in our lives. That's how we see the impossible become a reality. That's why I say man's not your problem. People aren't your problem. You're your problem. You're the biggest problem in your life. And the way you fix it is that you begin to trust God. You begin to get into your, in your, imagine, in your thinking, in your thought process. That's the word I'm looking for, in your thought process. You have to keep in the forefront of your thought process that I'm not just a, a usual person. I'm an unusual person because I, am God, I belong to, I'm God's property. God's filled me with his spirit. You see, I'm not like the people in the world. That's why you shouldn't act like the people in the world. That's why you shouldn't try to follow and be worldly and be like people of the world. No. See. So wherever you go, you've got, you've got to get that ingrained in your thinking, in your thought process that with man this may be impossible, but with God, with God, with God, with God, this which seems to be impossible for me now becomes a possibility when I just unleash my faith on it. I put my faith on it and begin to believe God and put my faith to work that even those things that seem impossible now become a possibility for me. Because with man, sometimes things are impossible. But with God, with God on your side, all things now become a possibility in your life. Man, I don't, I don't understand why everybody doesn't want to serve God. I don't understand why everybody doesn't want to give their heart to the Lord and get into the kingdom and get into the flow of kingdom principles. When I found this out, man, it revolutionized my life because I felt like I couldn't do a whole lot of things. But I found out that with God, even the things that seemed impossible now become a possibility for me. My life can be different. My life can change. 
I can have, I can have a life worth living. I can, see, I can see things now in a different way because with man, yeah, in my own ability, this, might, this may be, from a human standpoint, impossible. But now I bring the God factor in. With God, with God. It's not just with me, it's with God. With me and God. With God, all things are possible. Because God is on my side. And this is, this is what, what I believe the Spirit wants us to. Uh, I see too many God's people living like the world, talking like the world, acting like the world, being bound up by fear and more focused on the impossibilities than the possibilities that there are in God. Maybe you've been through a season. Maybe you're going through a season. Praise God, man. It's all right. You're going through. You're coming out the other side. And it's going to be better than the way you went in. Because with God, with God, say, well, I, I, you don't know how bad. With God, all things are possible. I want you to get this fixed in your thinking that all things are possible. You can be in that place. You can have those things. You can, you, your dreams can become a reality in life. The word of God can become a reality for you because with God, all things are possible. I learned something so long ago that you can't just sit around and do nothing. You see, that's why my little, my little saying there, you know, you have, to, you, have to, you have to start where you are. You have to use what you have. You have to do what you can because God is going to be with you where you start. He's going to bless what you use and he's going to do what you can't. That, so, so you see, you can't just sit there and do nothing. You've got to, you've got to start moving in, in uh, uh, Mark's uh, gospel chapter six. Jesus taught a phenomenal lesson to his, his disciples when there was a big crowd that they were listening to Jesus preach and the people got hungry and they were starting to get ugly. You know how people do when they get hungry. And and, and they're looking for food and they're going and complaining to the disciples who were the leaders, you know, and they said, you know, get us some food. We've been listening to Jesus all day. And, and the disciples, of course, go to Jesus and say, Jesus, just send them away. Get them out of here. And of course, the, the, the disciples answer to the challenge. The disciples answer to the challenge. Listen, the disciples answer to the challenge is send them away. Let them go somewhere else. Let's put the problem in somebody else's hand because we do not have what it takes to face this challenge and to do something with this challenge. You see, I believe what Jesus was trying to teach the disciples of that day was that you, that kind of thinking is small thinking. That kind of thinking is not going to get you anywhere. Send them away kind of thinking. Put it in, let somebody else deal with it thinking. Jesus was about to teach them a very, very important lesson. So he says to them, he says, no, you do something about it. You feed them. And they look at him and say, Jesus, have you lost your mind? How are we going to feed all these thousands of people? We don't have the resources. We don't have the money. We don't have, we don't have, we don't have what it takes to meet the need. Whoa, let that one sink in for a minute. We don't have what it takes to meet the need. Did you hear what I said? We don't have what it takes to meet the need. And Jesus said to them, go find out what you do have. Go check out what you do have. And they went out and they came back and they brought five loaves of bread and two little fish. And I'm sure they dumped it at Jesus' feet and said, what are you going to do with this? And Jesus, I'm, he didn't say anything, but I think he's thinking this. He's saying, get ready because you're about to see what I'm going to do with your little. Because all things are possible to one who believes. 
all things are possible to one who believes. All things are possible to one who believes. And Jesus racks their brains. He tells them, all right, you go get the people, sit, sit them in groups of 50s and in hundreds and put them in place and get them ready. And I'm sure the disciples are kind of grumbling to themselves thinking, what, what, what has he lost his mind? What, sit him down. What, what are we going to do once we sit him down? See, see they, were, they, were, they were trapped in their small thinking. They were trapped in, 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 in seeing the impossible situation before them and thinking, how are we ever going to meet this need because we're, we have a, we're faced with an impossible. And Je- see, what Jesus saw was an opportunity for God to show his mighty hand of provision in this time of what seemed uh, impossibility in this impossible situation. Jesus saw it as an opportunity to demonstrate what God will do. And folks, that's the way you and I need to look at our lives and our future and the things that come in, into our lives. We, we can't freak out, flip out, give up, quit, throw in the towel. We, 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 we need to show the world the possibilities that there are in God, that all things are possible to one who believes, to one who will release their faith and trust God. So Jesus tells him to sit down and he takes the bread and he offers it up to the Lord. He takes what he has and he begins to bless God with it. He takes what he has and he honors God with it. See, this is the problem. This is the problem. Too many of us are cursing the very blessing that God has put. Because you see, what we do is we look at everybody else. And I've done this. See, if I had what they had, if I came from the family they came from. You see, I, even as a kid, I thought that if I had different parents... How come I wasn't born to rich parents? If, 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 if my parents didn't meet and an, another couple met and I was born into, into royalty. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. I thought this way. I thought this way because I didn't like where I was because it was hard times when, when I was growing up. It was hard times. You know, my father passed away at a young age and we didn't have money. We didn't have anything and just struggling to try to keep things together. And I would think, i say, you know, I had friends that were, parents were buying them cars and buying them this and going on fancy vacations. And I wasn't doing any of that. Man, I, I, I was so far from that. I, I didn't even know what a vacation was until I, I went to work for myself. And I was like 21 years old, the first time I ever went on a real vacation. So you see, what happens is that we, we start to look at everybody else and we start saying, you know, if I only had what they had, it can't be for me, you know, look at them. And we start looking at other people and when we do that, we actually curse the blessing that God has given us because every one of us has something. Every single one of us has something. By you looking at other people is not going to help you to get along in your life, is not going to turn your little into a lot. All it's going to do is keep your little, little. Because that's what you're focused on. That's what you're thinking. The, the impossible will never become possible to you if all you do is look at the impossible side. You've got to be in the impossible side knowing that with God, everybody say, with God. With God, all things are possible. So Jesus took the provision that he had he worked what he had in his hand. He didn't complain. He said, oh God, this is all we have. Oh God, what are we going to do? He took what he had and he worked it and he broke it and he offered it up to God. And then he began to give little pieces into the hands of the disciples. And I'm sure they walked away and said, what on earth are we going to do with this little crumb of bread and this little measly piece of fish? What are we going to do with this? And, and, and this is what they, well, the master said, 
The ma- we're just, the, the master said, the master said to do it. We're, we're just obeying the word of the master. We're just going to obey the word of the master. So they went on the word of God with what they had in their hand. Is everybody with me? They went, is that, they went on the word of God. Sometimes, man, you just got to go on the word of God. It may not make sense. It may not look like much. It may, it may be ridiculous to you. It may seem silly. But you go on the word of God. And they moved according to the word of Jesus. Take this and go feed those people. Jesus, how is this going to be? This is just a crumb of bread and a little piece of fish. How is this going to be? And as they went and did what Jesus did, they met the need. What they had in their hand began to multiply to meet the need. See, see you see, what you've got to do is you, you can't curse what you have in your hand. You can't curse what you already possess. And by you looking at others, by you complaining about what you don't have, by you being focused or saying things like, well, you know, they don't know how bad I have it if I only had it like them. If you talking like that, you're cursing the very blessing that God has given into your hand. You've got to take what you have, bless God with it, honor God with it, and then go on the word of God and see how God will take your little and turn it into something a whole lot more. So, so Jesus performed this miracle, and I love the fact that he sent them away with 12 baskets. Sent them all home with the doggy bag. So for, for the remainder of today, I want to go over to and show you another story that's very much like this. And we're going to go over to uh, 2 Kings. And in 2 Kings chapter 4, we have a very similar story. And um, let's just go through this real quick. And um, the impossible is possible to you and I'm going to listen to what I'm going to say the impossible becomes possible when you do what's possible you do your part and God's going to do his part remember start where you are use what you have do what you can he will be with you where you start he will bless what you use and he will do what you can't do so what I found in my life is that The impossible becomes possible when I do what's possible. When I do the possible part, God's going to do the impossible part. Is everybody with me? All right. So let's go over to 2 Kings chapter 4. And um, let's let's start at verse 1. And um, it says, A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. Wow. Well, you see, in that day, it's not like this day. You don't pay your bills. They'll just harass you by, on telephone and, and call you and, you know, you know, irritate you and send you email and knock on your door and do all these kinds of things. But in those days, if you owed money, the creditors came and they took your kids and they enslaved your children. Now, how many parents do I have here this morning? Let me see. Raise your hands. All right. Now, how would you feel about it if they came and, and, you know, you owed money and they came and took your kids? How would you feel about that? Somebody said, I heard somebody say, take them. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pastor, you don't know what they've been, you don't know how, how unruly they've been. Take them. <laughs> Maybe they can do something. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow afternoon at two for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. Before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. Hello, this is Pastor Ray. I wanted to take a moment from today's broadcast to tell you about a brand new book I've written that's just become available for purchase entitled Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise. I wrote this book because of after more than 37 years of pastoring, I see too many Christians, both newly saved and those mature in their walk with God, fall victim to a device of the enemy that he has been using against God's people ever since the beginning of time. It's simply a threefold plan of discouragement, doubt, and compromise. I know this material will be a tremendous blessing to you in encouraging and stimulating your faith and helping you to truly be more than a conqueror. Why not go to my website right now and order your copy, PastorRayNY.com. Why not order a copy for a friend as well? That's PastorRayNY.com. 